Magneto Funky, number 145. It's Saturday, November 2nd, 2019. Hey, Larry here. This week, I'm still treading water, waiting for my circuit components, but at least I have the design stripped down to its bare essentials. Uh, meanwhile, the music is another Aussie Spring celebration of eclectic fresh beats.
Okay, that was Spangula by Marmalene and the Moondusters, a rock band in Brisbane delivering voodoo spaghetti twangy psychedelic surf beat. Uh, since I haven't played any surf music in a while, uh, now's a good time. Anyway, all the tunes come from the new charts at the site Triple J Unearthed. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod page to listen to or subscribe to the show is 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, briefly, as the wildfire slash forced outage situation continues around the Bay Area, and we got fires downstate now, I spent another couple days looking at the high prices of the pure sine wave inverters, and yeah, admitting that after this experiment is over, it'll be the most expensive and inconvenient point of failure in actual use. I mean, sticking with this inverter means having to have one as a spare and buying another two to three AC chargers for each time you change the capacity of the two batteries to find the ratio to the house battery. But a couple DC controllers will cover that spread for much less cost and frankly, less voltage drop. So, to save time and aggravation, I'm gonna just use a second charge controller to the B-side battery, but this controller will need to see a steady higher voltage, just like the one to the house battery. So, I decided on a 10 amp boost converter with only a constant voltage potentiometer to set the output at, well, like a nice 14.4 volts. And that should be enough. Now, I'm still window shopping for this model that only has a constant voltage control. And I'm getting more and more leery of the online stores now. I mean, I haven't found the boost thing yet, but I did reorder a couple charge controllers. Alright, I'll cover the other part of the updated circuit in a bit. Okay, back to the stage. Continuing the eclectic Aussie spring mix with River Dry by Bujara, a 17-year-old roots music singer-songwriter from Fingal Head, uh, northern New South Wales, a small surfing town just near the Gold Coast. Next is a hard number. Bother Me by Drastic Park, a three-piece punk rock band from the outer suburbs of Melbourne, uh, heavily influenced by the early 2000s punk rock sound, and currently working on a soon-to-be-released EP.
river's so dry Lord, why the river's so dry How is the cotton so wide? Oh, how is the cotton so wide? Lord, why the river's so dry? Lord, why the river's so dry? How is the cotton so wide? Oh, how is the cotton so wide? There's no clouds in the sky. Oh, no clouds in the sky. But that ain't the reason. Ain't the reason why. So high, how is the cotton so high? Lord, why the river so dry? Lord, why the river so dry? How is the cotton so high? Oh Lord, Lord, how the cotton so high? Lord, why the river so dry? Oh Lord, why the river so dry? The veins in my mother, the veins in my mother are dry. The veins in my mother are dry, oh Lord. The veins in my mother are dry. Tell us why the river's dry, oh, please tell us why. Know why the river's dry, oh Lord, we know why. The river's dry.
Okay, you got two more tunes. Uh, Crawl the Night, another hard rock piece by Bare Bones, a five-piece punk rock band formed in 2013 in Sydney with two released EPs of Villains from 2013 and Cutthroat Living from 2014. And then You Said, the new single by Altai, an indie outfit in the mid-north coast, New South Wales, uh, led by multi-instrumentalist and vocalist Tessa Hayes. Nice.
Hey, Geek Notes. Okay, uh, this time I had to wait for all the week's news to drop. Uh, Beto O'Rourke's dropping out of the Democratic Thunderdome. The Keystone Pipeline already spilling hundreds of thousands of gallons of tar sands crude. And the GOP minions in the Senate already promising that any articles of impeachment against Orange Queenie will be automatically dead on arrival. Seeing as the jurors are all members of the gang being prosecuted, uh, jury nullification, anybody? And how would that work? Uh, meanwhile, don't be surprised if we see another government shutdown or a phony Reichstag fire type assassination attempt to derail impeachment and cancel the election. Because what else is left for a double down dickhead? Also, meanwhile, as parts of California are burning in the dark and talk of taking over the investor-owned utility is increasing, it's starting to smell like PG&E might be leaving San Francisco off the power outage map as part of a long con. Well, imagine six months from now, it leaks that the power bosses got the state government to go easier on the punishment and penalties for PG&E in return for leaving the city alone. That would be a huge monkey wrench thrown into whatever solidarity exists in the Bay Area as a center of independence from P. Gravy, wouldn't it? Oh, also, meanwhile, for those in the forced blackout counties, if you got a car and you know how to hook up your battery to like a 1000 watt inverter with the car idling that's enough imitation solar panel to keep your fridge running for hours maybe half a day uh, you could also macgyver a car usb plug and a 9 volt battery and that'll keep your phone or your tablet charged and in a serious pinch like now even bleach batteries can keep a phone going and having an emergency crank radio could be a lifesaver. Now, nobody wants to say it, but yeah, welcome to the new damn normal. The only thing missing will be a formal West Coast split from the shithole country a re-elected and impeached pea grabby would bring if enough liberals don't get off their asses from playing Fortnite and go vote. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go spend the rest of the weekend preparing to be a poll worker uh, next Tuesday. So let's just run a few dates. Okay, starting with Sunday, November the 3rd, it's National Housewife's Day, National Sandwich Day, and the end of Daylight Savings Time. Uh, also on the 3rd, we have an event impeachment, mass protest, and the urgency to end the Trump-Pence regime. That'll be from 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time at the Unitarian Universalist Society of San Francisco, 1187 Franklin Street at the corner of Geary. In this panel discussion, speakers from Refuse Fascism and Vigils for Democracy, uh, Barry Thornton and Dr. Amy Morgenstern, will present why they think the street protests that have begun across the country, led by their respective organizations, can and must grow exponentially 
so that the power of a mass upsurge from below can bring an end to the Trump-Pence government at the earliest possible time. Yeah, right on. Okay, November the 4th is National Candy Day and National Stress Awareness Day. November the 5th, uh, National Donut Day, National Love Your Red Hair Day, and if it's Election Day in your area, go vote. Uh, the 6th is National Nachos Day, Saxophone Day, and World Day to Protect the Environment in War. Uh, November 7th is National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. Mm. And the 8th is National Cappuccino Day, National Harvey Wallbanger Day, National Parents as Teachers Day, and National STEM slash STEAM Day. And we uh, have another event, Collisions SF. That's going to be the opening night showing with the filmmaker in person. That'll be from 7 to 9 p.m. Standard Time at the Roxy Cinema, 3117 16th Street, here in the city. Uh, written and directed by Bay Area filmmaker Richard Levian, uh, Collisions is a moving drama that reveals the devastating impact of U.S. immigration policy on one family when the mother is detained by ICE. And you can stay after the film for the full Q&A. Okay, moving on, November the 9th is National Scrapple Day. And we have one final event. The Third Eyes San Francisco International South Asian Film Festival. Uh, there's two locations. Let's see, from the 7th to the 10th, you can catch films at the New People Cinema and Castro Theater here in the city. And on the 16th at the Palo Alto Art Center. Nice. Let's see, come celebrate Third Eyes, uh, Bollywood and beyond with some of the best cinema from India, Sri Lanka, UK, and the US. Uh, this year's festival lends an ear to young voices, capturing both intergenerational relationships and stories of youth coming of age in rural areas and in megacities. And for expanded programs and ticketing information, please visit dub thirdi.org Okay, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, an art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice. Well, first, an update on the buck converter I talked about last week. No, 100 watts ain't enough, so I'm gonna go with a 200 watt model for the Crackerbox 150 watt inverter. I saw on the Google plenty of 600 watt, 1000 watt, and higher 
charge controllers and DC to DC converters. So at least on that end, upgrading parts and keeping spares won't be a pain in the ass on this side of the system. Uh, the lab notes picks, which you can find on my MeWe group page, line up there, includes my updated diagrams for the power plant side and the load tap side. The Phantom Peak Solar Boost Buck Converter with parallel outputs going to a house battery line and an inverter line. Now the remaining pieces would be like a small 20 to 60 watt solar panel with a trickle charger for the house battery and maybe one or two other components that don't really come to mind right now. Anyway, at this point, I'm still in the full Monty cha-cha-cha feedback loop and might be here for a while. I mean, might be for the whole month trying to order these things and seeing if I'm actually going to get them. So I'm giving the online stores exactly seven business days to ship whatever it is I order after taking my money before canceling the order and starting over. It's just a pain in the ass that there are no Bay Area stores that even sell DC controllers. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with Unholy, featuring Camille Foley by Surf Dad a dance electronic pop band in central Victoria, a.k.a. the brothers George and Declan Sands. Enjoy.
Well, okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. I'm on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Internet Archive, Player FM, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Uh, show notes are on the pod pages. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, tell your friends. And if the real world was a James Bond movie, Mark Zuckerberg, alias Z-Dog, would be the most suitable pick for Blofeld. And just another reason why I'm glad I've canceled Facebook. Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass, by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, November 8th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into the darkness. <laughs>